On this episode of Watch Time, we're sitting down with Tim Eliopoulos with Delta Strategic, and we'll be discussing how he's been able to grow his business with social media right after this. Welcome back to Watch Time, everybody. I'm here with Tim Eliopoulos from with Delta Strategic. Tim, welcome to the podcast. Good morning. <laughs> and uh, Tim, so um, thank you for coming on. Thank you for talking with us. And I'm really excited about this episode because I think it's going to be great to hear from a business owner's perspective, you know, how you've done some of these different things with marketing and social media. So prior to jumping into all that and like getting some advice uh, from you, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and about Delta Strategic? Well, First and foremost, my main job, I've been a cop now for 12 years, um, SWAT operator. Uh, been doing that. And then I started Delta Strategic seven years ago. Uh, and it really just started off as a really small company. The whole goal was to do what's called stippling. It's just grip work. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of snowballed. Uh, my personality is typically to keep moving forward and keep going. So I went from there to now we do things like slide milling. And then that snowballed all the way to being a class three NFA dealer, things like that, and even swag for clothing and stuff. Okay. Yeah, I've noticed actually some of your swag. And you guys are doing uh, selling body armor? Correct. Yeah, body armor. That's one of the big things, I guess, now that we've really rolled into is body armor and optics <laughs> for agency sales. So what, well, I guess I know you kind of talked about how you, you got into this, but I guess like what made you want to start your own business? I've always been a little bit business minded. Uh, I've always enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. was going to go into it a while back, but... Personally, I still, I love being a cop. I, I, I do enjoy it, even in today's environment. Uh, after the military, it just came more natural. So I wanted to just have a small business to still have a taste of it. Mm-hmm. But that small business sort of snowballed and that's why it's where it's at. That's good. That's that's a good problem to have. And right. I, I'm sure, I'm sure your marketing probably, you know, your marketing plus the products you offer play a large role in that. Uh, just to kind of set the stage too, prior to having this business prior to law enforcement, did you ever have any experience in marketing or social media other than personal use or anything like that? I did not. No, it was all trial by error. Okay, it's good. And the reason I'm trying to set the stage with that is I know a lot of people that are watching or listening, I'm sure you're probably going to think like, oh, like, you know, he probably had experience prior to this or it's easy because you were probably already using it. But I, I like to get the listeners to get in this mindset of, you know, anybody can do this. And I think a lot of it, like you said, trial by error. I think that's really the way that the people should be going about this and thinking about it. There's no wrong way and you're going to learn along the way. So, Absolutely. yeah. So, I mean, I think that it's great that you were able to kind of build, you know, from not having that background and I'm sure more knowledgeable today, having had your business and been growing it. Definitely. So I guess jumping into it from there, why don't we start from the beginning? Um, so you decided to start your own business. Um, so after going through your startup tasks, you know, everything that's out there, getting your, you know, incorporated as a business and figuring out what you were going to be offering, um, you know, what was the first step you took to start marketing your business? Very first thing I did was make a website. Honestly, I just feel like in today's day and age, you got to have a website simply because it adds validity. When people look you up, you know, you have no followers on social media. They don't know who you are. They might think you're going to rip them off or whatever the case is. A website is one of the easiest ways to add that validity. So create a website, preferably more than one page, because if you just have a cover page, that also doesn't look that legitimate. Mm-hmm. So that was the very first thing I did. So did you build it yourself or did you hire somebody to, to build it for you? That was another trial buyer. I built it myself <laughs> a lot of time, still not where I want it to be. And probably one day we'll need to have it professionally redone. Some things are just better left to professionals who do that. But mm-hmm. I did build it myself. I, I used Wix platform. They okay. made it pretty easy. 
That's good. That, and that, and I think that's important. The reason I wanted to ask you that is because I do think that that's, you know, I feel like there's this analysis paralysis people get into. And I, I mean, I'm guilty of it. I'm sure everybody's guilty of yeah, it at some absolutely. point. And you start thinking like, I got to hire a person to do the website. I yeah. got to hire a person to manage my social media. And you jumped in, got it done, got it yeah, up and running. You just got to do it. You just got to get in and start moving. You know, we've, we've had some uh, different people on the podcast over time and we had a YouTuber on here one time and he had mentioned done is better than perfect. And I feel like that's a great philosophy. Yeah. I mean, there's the right decision, mm-hmm. wrong decision and no decision. Yeah. So great. Well, so, okay. So you got the website started. Um, so after you got the website started, um, which I, I did want to touch on the fact that I love the fact that you're, that you were saying that it gives you validity. And I, I do think that anybody who's listening or watching, you know, if you're not, if you're not thinking about a digital, um, asset, like a website, you're probably missing out because I, you know, a lot of people don't realize to your point, it adds to the validity, but it also adds to the fact that buyers buy when they want to. Yes. So if you can't be available to them 24 seven, you're going to lose out on that opportunity. That is extremely true. And if you're, if you don't have the ability to respond all the time on social media platforms, mm-hmm. then you got to have that. You got to have a way for them to get on there because there are people, they have odd habits, you know, it might be 2am purchases and they want to be able to get on there and, and find what they need. And that's one thing, actually, so this is a little off, a little off the questions. I know we were going to be going over with some of the social media stuff, but just something to, you know, I guess for people to think about, because I'm sure you being the the owner of the business and you're fulfilling a lot of these orders, are you noticing, um, do you notice a lot of those like odd hour, you know, people buying at odd hours or things like that where you wake up maybe, or you're maybe working cause you're working night shift and you're like, Oh, I just got like two orders. Absolutely. Yeah. You wake up in the morning and you'll see orders come through. It, it, it's weird. You actually don't really see them in what I would consider normal working hours, you know, for mm-hmm. a normal person, you know, you're eight to five or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You don't see it. I, or if I'm working night shift, you know, you'll see something come across and I'm like, Oh, okay. So I guess what the good thing about that, and just this is just me kind of reinforcing what you've already said is, you know, if you didn't have a website or you didn't have a way for people to purchase, you know, if they had to go to your to a storefront or if they had to call you directly, you'd be missing out on all these orders that you're picking up and basically essentially making money while you're working or while you're sleeping. That's exactly it. Yeah. Great. Okay. So, um, okay. So now going from, uh, so going from the website. Let's talk about social media platforms. So was there one that you decided you were going to get on first or were there multiple? Like how, how did, where did you go first? What was your first platform? I used Facebook first just because that's what I was more comfortable and familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, from there, I rolled over to Instagram and then I realized that honestly, working from Instagram as a starting point mm-hmm. was actually simpler because with Instagram, you can have all those posts then carry over to Facebook. It'll put it automatically for you. Uh, same thing. You can go to Twitter. So you can post one place and then that'll automatically repost for you on your other pages. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus on top of that, Instagram is just, we'll go into it later, but it's just an easier platform as far as uh, creating content. Okay. Well, and I think too, like um, with your products specifically, like I've noticed just from following you, like a lot of your products, it's very visual, yeah. right? So it's like people need to see the work that you're doing to understand the right. value. And I feel like Instagram's really a great platform for, for photos and video and visual things of that nature. Absolutely. So yeah, that's great. Um, so I guess going from there, so kind of like moving out of, you know, now that you've already picked your first platform, um, how did you start growing your following? Cause I mean, I've noticed you have some pretty decent followings on both platforms. So how did you start to grow that following? Man, that was a slow process. <laughs> I mean, it, it, especially with what I do dealing with firearms and mm-hmm. items, even stuff like body armor, uh, these platforms are not that friendly and open to it. Mm-hmm. So you got to be really careful. So the starting point was very, very slow. Mm-hmm. But after a while, once you have a little bit of a following, a decent amount, it, it starts to snowball quicker and quicker. And, uh, and it was good. So 
I just kept pushing and never, never let it get you down. Um, and you just, you just have to keep doing it. same thing you talked about earlier. You just got to do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think, I think that's a good thing to touch on too. Like with the, I, cause I, I think even outside of firearms, cause I, I can't remember off the top of my head, like some of the specifics, but I know like if people are selling fireworks, for example, I think fireworks are something that you can't advertise on there. Um, I think there's, um, makes sense. There's other services too. I can't really think of them off the top of my head, but so like somebody that's watching or listening, like if they're selling one of those services or items, this is something that they're going to come up against. Yeah. Or if they're trying to share something, like maybe great example, like for us, we, for video production, we do a lot of video production work for law enforcement equipment companies. So when we go to share those videos, even though we're just sharing our work, we have to be careful on what we can get flagged on. That's the key right there. And, and you learn the ins and outs of mm -hmm. what things get flagged, what things do not. So you just have to be careful. And once you, once you learn that, and the easiest way to learn it mm -hmm. is just look at other companies. You don't need to recreate the wheel. Look to see what they're doing, see how they're doing it, and do it. I think that often gets, like, a lot of people overlook that, and I think it gets overlooked mainly because people think they have to be original, and they don't realize that the people that are already succeeding aren't original. They're right. they're following other people as well. Yeah. So that's great advice. Um, so I guess thinking back, and maybe, maybe you have this kind of stored, maybe you don't, but, like, thinking about your first... 1,000 followers on either platform. I feel like that's kind of a hard thing maybe to get to. A lot of people don't it see that. It, yeah. it absolutely. That, that's the mark right there. That first thousand is hard. So how, how long did it take you to get there? I would say probably a year. Just cause I mean, I was at the time I was just doing very product specific, um, just showing things mm -hmm. uh, and it's just slow. And then you realize things that really help it grow quicker mm -hmm. is maybe break out of exactly what you do. Um, share a video of something else, something somewhat related, maybe to the, your field. Mm -hmm. Like for me, something law enforcement related yeah. or even just funny videos, you know, on Friday, you know, you find a funny video of somebody uh, jumping out of an airplane and, you know, maybe getting caught up for a little while. Uh, then you can say, Hey, you know, roll into the weekend or, yeah. or on Monday, you know, you wrecking your car. So, Here's Monday. It's just something silly, something quick. People's attention spans are not long. So something to get their attention mm -hmm. and that helps. And that is when it started growing, when I started posting more things just that were a little bit different. I love that you're saying this because so our, our last episode that we just had prior to this, we interviewed, her name was Meg Corso of Exclusively BA. And she talked about... Um, the, I guess, having a content plan and that what happens is that she gets a lot of companies that wanted to share sales content. That's it. And she talks about having three pillars. So you're, you're sharing more than sales content. You're, you're sharing sales, you're sharing stuff that's like funny, that shows your personality yeah. and you're sharing content that's helpful. And you're basically just at, you know, for growing your social media, you're describing exactly what you talked about in the last episode. So I think it's great. Like everything you're saying is like hopefully good for anybody that's listening or watching. Like you know, whether you know it or not, you're, you're following that best practice for social media. So that's awesome. Yeah. I, some people were commenting too. I noticed that sometimes I started to film some of the behind the scenes, mm -hmm. like when I'm working on projects, started recording it and posting that up. And it seems like people enjoyed what they're like, Oh, never knew how that was done. So that's when I learned information. People appreciate it more. Mm -hmm. It's interesting that you say that. Cause I was as uh, as I was prepping for this uh, um, podcast episode with you, I was going through some of your videos and like I had noticed that the ones that you had set up and done time lapses where you're showing that off seemed yeah. to perform very well. So that kind of leads me to my next question of um, what types of content have you found to be most successful in reaching your followers? I would say things that are quick. Uh, going back to the attention span thing, people now they're just, they're constantly scrolling, right? Mm -hmm. You see them scroll on their phone. So somebody taught me a long time ago, they're like, you got to stop the scroll. So you need to have something that catches their attention right off the rip. 
So get something to stop that scroll, get them to stop going through. And then from there though, you need, it needs to be something that hits hard right there. Mm -hmm. You got to capture their attention, sell whatever you're selling, and then maybe have something a little bit more funny or a little more content, but it can't be too much. Cause once you go past that point, mm -hmm. they're just, they're done watching. And it's, it's good advice because I, I think, you know, I was thinking about what you're just saying too, about the, uh, the, the Monday post. And I remember when you posted that, cause it did catch my attention because I saw your name and then I saw that post and I'm like, well, what is this? So yeah. I stopped to like watch it and I was like, okay, cool. So I, I feel like, you know, that, that is something, especially like it, I think it gets your, it also helps get your followers that are currently following you kind of like, just remember, like stop and think about you for a second. Right. And then maybe that's all you need for that other touch point for them to be like, oh, you know what? I got that, that firearm. I want to get that to Tim. That's huge. And we'll go into that one too. But that, that constant contact is so vital, but a perfect example too, of that is you ever looked up something on YouTube on how to do something mm -hmm. and yeah. you know, it was only going to take you about a minute and it's a 20 minute long video. You look for the next video. Yeah. You're like, I'm not watching 20 minutes to do that one minute job. Well, and YouTube's getting pretty good. I think they're realizing that as well. Cause like certain, like certain videos, if you, I don't know if you've noticed this, but like when you search it now, it'll pull it up and it'll say what you're looking yes. for is right here in this video. Yeah. Which yeah, that, is that's great. A, yeah. It's an awesome feature. Yeah. That's what I, I, I always think about. I use, um, fixing a furnace all the time is like my, I guess my example for this, because I had a pump go out of my furnace and like, I was going to call somebody for you know, come take a look at it. And then I noticed it was the pump and I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, I'm like, well, what's going on? So I just like looked up this pump. I can do this. Yeah. And that was the thing. I was like, okay, I'm going to the hardware store. I bought a pump and I put it in and, and, but yeah, to your point though, like, as I was going through, there were videos that were longer where the person was like, let me tell you the history of the pump. <laughs> right. And you're like, I don't care. I just want to replace it. <laughs> that's it. So that's great. Um, so I, I guess kind of, I have in here and I know we just kind of talked about this a little bit, but I want to touch on it again. Um, I noticed you're using videos on your channels and I know you're talking about quick videos, but I guess what types of videos, quick videos have been most successful for you? Um, that's a, from a video standpoint, I would say some of the how to's, uh, and not so much a how to, but those time lapses of just mm -hmm. me working, uh, posting it up. Other videos are simply, uh, videos of us at the range using a product and them seeing it in action gives them a chance to kind of see it out there. And really, I mean, is it really educating them on how to use it or anything? No, but they like seeing that, you know, you're at the range, you're doing things. Uh, so th those seem to be a little bit more, uh, attention grabbing. I noticed like when you, so when you started selling body armor, you had like a video of you kind of, you kind of went on and said, we're going to be offering this now. Yeah. Um, do you do that for other products? Was it the first time you did that or? That was actually one of the first times. Uh, and the feedback was pretty good from that. Oh, good. From there, I think I rolled it into, I was like, you know what? I showed the different colors of optics cause they have, you know, now you got red, green, even gold. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize I, sometimes we, as people in general, we take for granted what we understand. Uh, just cause you understand doesn't mean somebody else does. So went from there and, you know, showed the different colors of the optics through the lens, through the camera mm -hmm. and made a video of that. And then everybody's like, oh, wow. I never realized that I see this color way easier. So that armor video actually kind of taught me a lot that people enjoy it and says a little something and they can see the product and they see who's selling it. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's great advice. It's and when they get a chance to hear your voice, they get a yeah. chance to, you know, I, I think what a lot of people don't realize is like, especially a lot of people grow up watching TV prior to this big social media boom is you, you see people on television, you think of them as like celebrities. Right. And so you, you end up feeling like, you know, these characters and what I think social media does a great job of is you become somebody that people believe that, you know, like they believe they know you, right? Like you're a friend, even if they've never met you. And I've, I've heard this through different podcasters and YouTubers where they said, I met somebody and they like literally come up and hug somebody. And they're like, thank you. 
and they're like, feel like they've known them their whole life. They know nothing about this person, but right. you, they get to know you and who you are. That's very accurate. And social media, I think has done that. It's just no different really than when you haven't seen a friend in a long time, mm -hmm. but you keep up with their family through social media. Uh, you feel like you haven't skipped a beat. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. That's a great point. I do want to mention anybody watching or listening, just kind of extending and talking a little bit more about the whole idea of like creating content that's helpful and educational is a lot of our clients, we run into this where, you know, they go, we have nothing to share. You know, everybody, especially like people in different services, you know, nobody needs, wants to know what we do, but to your point, and I think to anybody listening, you know, you have a lot of content that you can be creating. There's a lot of content ideas right in your own office, the, the skill that you have or the, you know, skill set or the knowledge or the background, you know, whatever that may be, like people really don't know, you know, you, you just, you take it for granted to your point because yes. you know it and it's second nature. So start like brainstorming some of those ideas that you're, you know, things that you are constantly doing on a daily basis and try educating a client. That might be a huge way to, as, as you have seen, you know, a, a great example, like that's a great way to start growing a following and helping people, educating them and they become, you know, more, I guess, loyal subscribers at that point. Yeah. I, I think we all, we take for granted what we know because to you it's second nature, but to somebody else it's not. So I do want to ask you though, so going off those videos, cause I, I just know like people that are watching or listening, cause in the back of my mind might be thinking like, okay, well that's great. You, you know, you have the time to make these videos or you have, you know, or, yeah. or there, you probably um, have yeah. all the equipment to do, do it as well. But can you talk about like, how long does it take you to create like maybe the time-lapse video or even yeah. the video with you talking about the body armor? So, you know, yes, time's premium. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you actually ever saw my schedule, <laughs> you, you would be like, how, how are you possibly getting all that done? Mm -hmm. uh, I don't have the time. I don't have the equipment. I use an iPhone 13 uh, Pro is what I film off of. But you have to make a little bit of time and some of it doesn't take any extra. So if I'm going to work on a gun, I already have to work on it. Mm -hmm. So if I just video that process, I'm killing two birds with one stone. Mm -hmm. The other thing I will do is sometimes it, on, a, you know, on a day that I have some downtime, maybe on a Sunday before I go to bed, I will go through and create a bunch of content mm -hmm. like Instagram. If you create a reel, there's a setting you can set that it will save it to your phone. I'll create it, put it up there, post it, instantly delete it. It saves it to my phone. Mm -hmm. I'll do that again and again, make a few different videos, make a few, a little bit of content, mm -hmm. delete them all, have my phone. And then throughout the week, each day I'll post one. Okay. And that way I have constant contact throughout the week because if you are out of sight, you are out of mind. I don't care how great you are, how good a business you do, how awesome your product is. Somebody else is doing something very similar. And it's no different of why you see billboards out there. Mm -hmm. It's simply because it helps put you back, put that back in your mind. That's great advice. And what I love about that is, so you're, you're editing your reels on Instagram. So you're using the Instagram tool. It's just simple. Yeah. yeah. And then you're posting it, you're deleting it. And I think that's great because that's another common obstacle. I think I see people well, like when I'm talking with them, they come up with this. Well, we don't have the equipment to edit things or we don't want to buy an app. And you're using the app that these people are already using to post right. to create that content. So that's, that's, and you're batching content, which is another thing that we often give advice on too. And we just actually talked about in the last episode too, is finding time to batch content and create it all because to, to create it right off the cuff, it's not happening. It's, yeah. you might be able to do it once, maybe twice if you're lucky, but Eventually you're going to be like, I just don't have time. I can't, you know, that's it. Yeah. So that's, that's great. That's great advice. Um, well, one thing I did want to ask you too, I guess with the time-lapse, like when you're doing the time-lapse, mm -hmm. um, is that all shot from your iPhone then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, who actually taught me that trick was Ryan Allen from zero nine when they would set up their booth at the OTOA conference. Yeah. They would time-lapse it from their phone of the booth going up on, I had no idea what that was. Watched it. It's like, 
that was really cool. And you watched the whole booth go up little by mm-hmm. little and it only took like a minute, but it was a pretty cool video and it was almost mesmerizing to watch it happen. And that is where I got the idea from. And I did it and people would comment. I even had people tell me in person who I know. They're like, yeah. like I, I sit there and watch them every time. I don't know why. They're like, it's, it's almost therapeutic. That's awesome. That's great. That's well, you know what? I think there's something to be said too. Um, I catch myself like, especially even if it's not something like maybe you're specifically looking for, cause I catch myself doing this where the other day I was on my phone, I was scrolling and then I came across and somebody brought pallets in and they were building an outdoor like kitchen. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what they were building at first. And like, I'm watching this time-lapse and like watching it all go together. And then I, I feel like I watched it twice. Cause I want like, now I already seen it, but now I wanted to like get a better look at what yeah, they were doing. Yeah, rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like, you know, that's, it's a great way to attract people because they're, they're like trying to figure out what you're doing. Then they watch it. Now they know. And they're like, well, let me watch that again. Cause now I want to see how he did that. Right. So that's a great opportunity to get double the views. And yeah. that's actually going to feed into the algorithm because it's showing, you know, Instagram or Facebook, like they're sticking around there and they're watching it twice. Yeah. So it's a valuable piece of content to, to be pushing out organically. Absolutely. So that's, that's, that's great. Um, and then I guess um, you kind of already described this, but I just want to touch on it too. Like what's your video setup look like? Like what, obviously you're using your phone, but do you do anything else? Do you have a tripod? Do you have lights? Do you, do you have anything or is it just raw out the phone and that's it? I'll use one of those little flexible tripods. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what you call them where they have the, almost look like the beads for the legs. The, the oh, Gorilla Pod. Gorilla Pod. Yes. Yeah. I'll use one of those. And that usually works out for me. If not, I'll set something up somehow. So hang it with string, whatever I need to do. Okay. That's so, so really it's, it's tripod phone. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I have, I have tied string to my light above mm-hmm. and in a X formation and put the phone on top of it. As long as the camera wasn't obstructed and had it just hold the camera right above so it could look down. I mean, you can, it, it doesn't cost anything. Yeah. No, that's, that's great. That's great advice. That's why I really want, I, I, I had a feeling that you were like, you know, I was curious to know like what you were using, but I, I'm, this is even better. Like, cause I didn't know if you used a light or if you were using like maybe for the time-lapse something else, like setting something up in the corner. But I think this is awesome because for anybody that's watching, listening, you know, this is just really showing people like you don't need to use the phone, use the, the camera you have, use your phone and create the content and then grow that. And you've, you've been able to grow a nice following by pushing out this content that you've been DIY shooting for yourself. And in my, what would be my opinion, you know, minimal equipment investment. Yeah. Yeah. Years ago, I read a book. It was uh, Civilian Warriors by Eric Prince, mm-hmm. the guy that started Blackwater. Mm-hmm. And his whole philosophy when he started was, oh, I've never done it, but I'll do it. I don't have it. I don't have what we need, but I'll get it. Instead of starting at the end and working your way backwards, just you can start small. You can create things, make things. You don't have to spend a bunch of money to get it done. Mm-hmm. Just get it done. Yeah. And then from there, you can use those funds to then maybe better your equipment, better what you're doing, whatever the case may be. That's great advice. Um so I guess this is, I mean, we've been talking about this, so I'm sure people that are listening probably know this, but how has social media impacted your business? It's huge. I, I and it's a little worrisome because I, you and I had talked about this earlier, where just with what it is that I do for a living on the business side, you know, it's not always, it's a little bit frowned upon, mm-hmm. um, but as long as you're careful, usually you're good to go. And the biggest thing though is without it, I mean, it's tough. Mm-hmm. It is tough because everybody's on it. Everybody uses social media they're on it all the time and it gets you that constant contact and it, it makes it simple. Yeah. And it's cost effective because Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, it's all free. Well, and that, and the thing is like kind of going off what you said before, and I don't think people realize this sometimes when they're not active on social media is, um, you know, 
per, perception on social media is all people have. So yes. like if, if all, yeah, if all you see that, you know, so they only know, like if they don't see what you're doing, they just assume you're doing nothing and you could be slammed busy. Like you could have all these orders fulfilled. You're like, I just don't have time. I'm trying to fit in work, family time, run this business. And then somebody would be like, oh, well, he must not be doing this anymore. Which yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. That's, that is a hundred percent accurate. So that, that's a good thing for like businesses. I really want, we're really trying to hammer home and let them think like, you know, whatever the content may be, whether it be, you know, having a company come out and do it, whether it be you're doing it with your phone, whether it be, you know, whatever, you have a friend come over that can, you know, hold the camera for you while you're doing something. I just think that, you know, you have to put that out there because if you're not doing that, people just assume you've gone out of business and yep. you're no longer an option. Yeah. They have to go find somebody else because yeah. they don't, for whatever reason, they don't want to comment and they don't want to hit, you know, send you an email. They just want to be like, oh, well, they're not active anymore. So, yeah. yeah. So simplicity, that's why. So I guess like you've given us a lot of information, you know, talking about how you've kind of grown things and your social media channels, you know, do you have like, do you have three tips that you could give our, our listeners and you know viewers, like what would you give them to like another business owner? What three tips to be more successful on social media, maybe market their business? First and foremost, constant contact. You, you need to be posting regularly. You have to, that, that is a must. It's not even a, Hey, I should, you have to do it. So that's the first and foremost I would say the second um, is probably going to be do something to help others without expecting anything in return. All I mean by that is, uh, and it's actually my third point is find some good mentors, mm -hmm. find some good business mentors, whether they're tangible, real people that you know, or even just online that you watch. Um, I'm, I'm very blessed. I have both sides of that. I have people in this industry that have been great to me. Uh, and then also people that I, who I've never met. You look at like Gary V. Mm -hmm. uh, I think he's pronounced it Vanichuk. Yeah. He's the one who he posted at one time. It said, if you want to be, if you want your business to be successful, help another business without expecting anything in return. Do not do it so that you're, you're hoping that they get you something or they help you out. Nope. Just do it. That is actually, I, I took that philosophy when I started, mm -hmm. I did that. And that is how I, that's how I got involved with a lot of things that I'm with today. Mm -hmm. So those, those three are huge. That's great advice. So I, and I think, I think what's, what's really cool about that is, um, this kind of ties into like, I know we were talking about this on the episode, uh, Kathy and I talked about networking, right? Because I feel like this is actually a networking principle. A lot of people go to networking events and, you know, they want to shove a business card in somebody's hand. Let me tell you what I do. And then yeah. let me go to the next person. And um, it's just not the way to do it. And I don't think people realize, you know, I, I actually just went to a networking event last night and your principle you're talking about, this is something that I would meet people and they would tell me about what they do. And I'm like, okay, cool. So before I, I don't even know if they know what I do exactly, because right. like, I was like, oh, cool. I'm like, so I was like, you do this. I was like, so like this type of person would be like a great person for you to talk to. And I was like, cause I work with people like, you know, that do this. And I, you know, I know people that do this and I'm like, can I get a card? I want to connect you to them. You know? And it's like, you're just yeah. making these connections. You get nothing, you know, honestly, like, you're not trying to get anything out of it, but what you're just you're trying not. to do is trying to help people. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, like you help people and then people do the same, they help yeah. you. And then it just, it, it really brings everybody together. Yeah. What does it cost you? It costs you nothing to be a decent person. Yeah. You help others. Their business will succeed. Trust me, it'll, it'll come back to you. There's plenty of business out there. Never need to be greedy. There's so many businesses that do similar things. There's plenty of market share for everyone. Oh, yeah. But just help others. It, it'll come back to you. Yeah. No, that's great advice. It's, it's, it's awesome advice. So, um, okay. So our, you know, for all of our, our listeners and viewers, can you tell them, you know, maybe where they can learn more about you or your products or your business? Sure. Okay. Social media, right? <laughs> um, I, on uh, Facebook, Instagram, I uh, go by Delta Strategic Stippling. Facebook is Delta Strategic Stippling and Sales. Uh, YouTube is Delta Strategic Stippling. 
have a website, deltastrategicstippling.com or Delta Strategic Firearms. I had to do both because I can't post Delta Strategic Firearms anywhere on social media because it gets instantly flagged. So I created a secondary uh, URL that would link back to it, but that way when I post it, it doesn't get flagged. Yeah. That's that's another great piece of advice is just understanding that algorithm and how to tweak things yep. to make sure that's you're it. still getting seen. Got to cheat the system a little bit. <laughs> well, great. Thanks, Tim, for coming on. I appreciate it. And, um, you know, looking forward to hopefully having you on again. Maybe we could do some, talk some more and maybe see where things kind of take you maybe, you know, a year from now. Absolutely. Always cool. good seeing you, Bill. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Watch Time. We hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. And remember to like and subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And if you want your question answered on our podcast, go to flexmediacle.com backslash watch time.